0: Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for just making us brothers and sisters in Christ and being able to enjoy sweet fellowship together and come together and worship you. We pray, Lord, that as your word goes forth this morning, that it wouldn't be just a time of gathering more biblical knowledge, but it would be a time where we understand that it's instruction. It's lessons. It's it's learning. It's it's teaching. Just like when we went to school and we were taught, and we were expected to learn and and put those things into practice and and live them out. And so, Lord, we pray that as Your Word goes forth this morning, You You know each and every heart here, and know what we need to hear. And so, pray, Lord, that You would accomplish within each of us what You need to accomplish through Your Word this morning. And Lord, again, we are just so thankful for those who gave their lives the ultimate for the freedoms that we have in this country, and we continue to pray for those who are serving now. Lord, I know there's a lot of good ministries within the armed services, and so we pray for those ministries and being able to sow the seeds of the gospel to the men and women who are serving in our armed forces today. Lord, that's where I got saved, in the military. And so, just thankful for, for those uh, ministries. And so, Lord, we're just thankful to be here today and pray that the, the word, the singing, the fellowship would be in honor and glory unto you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, how fitting that we're speaking about the topic of joy You know, sometimes there seems to be confusion between joy and happiness. It can be difficult to distinguish which is which and why. And what is it that we are pursuing in life? I know myself, I often get confused. Which is it? Is it joy? Is it happiness that I'm pursuing? We can pursue life's pleasures and life's riches thinking we're going after joy and we even kind of find a way to somehow weave in justification that we're really pursuing godliness and His glory. Have you ever said to yourself, if I just could, or if I just had, then things would be better? But then have you ever asked yourself, better from what perspective? If I just had, you fill in the blank, then I could serve God better. If I just had, then I could serve God more. But in reality, do those fill in the blanks that we each have really now prevent us from serving God better if we don't just have and don't just get? cannot God use each one of us where we're at and what we got in life now and what's going on in life right now and where he's put us in life right now? Do we really need, I just wish I had that, I just wish I could do that to serve him more and better? We've all had those thoughts at times. We all battle with those thoughts probably on a weekly basis. And there's times that we have gotten those if I just had. When Mark Borisic was here recently, he preached on Psalm 51, and he made some comments about joy. He said, genuine repentance renews joy in salvation. He said, David's joy was not lost because he sinned. David sinned because he had already lost his joy in God. We sin because we are not satisfied in God. And then Mark quoted Jonathan Edwards, the enjoyment of God is the only happiness with which our soul can be satisfied. So as Jonathan Edwards said, the enjoyment of God is the only happiness with which our soul can be satisfied. You know, a lot of this has its roots in discontentment. No matter where we live, no matter where we go, no matter the house that we live in, you know, life still happens. Life still have its difficulties, and we all know that. But we can think differently sometimes. We all know it isn't the house that makes a home, it's the occupants. You know what the real source of not having joy is? It's ourselves. It's me. It's our perspective. It's the lens we are looking at life through. We don't have an eternal view or perspective. We can get so easily sidetracked. We often look at those who have and become discontent. We can also look at those who have not and be content. But God calls us to look at him and be content. Our focus needs to be on Christ and the gospel message. Good news, gospel message. But we must be reminded and not forget. True joy comes from a right relationship with our creator. It's a restored relationship with our creator It's a sin debt that we owed we could not possibly ever repay. Forgiveness of our sins and a new life. Walking with the Lord. Should that not be our joy? What if someone paid all your earthly debts? Would you be more grateful for that or more for your eternal debt paid in full? more for your eternal debt paid in full and having a new life. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 8 and 9, Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. You know, we're, asked, we're supposed to ask for our daily bread, daily bread, like the Lord's Prayer, give us our daily bread, not our monthly, not our weekly He says, give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you. And say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. We're also reminded in Deuteronomy chapter 8, the title of that chapter is Do Not Forget the Lord. And it talks about when you have become rich or you've got food on the table and you've got homes and you've got all these things God blesses us on a daily basis we can tend to forget him and think I've done this with my hands but it clearly warns us to not forget God that he's given us the ability to work joy is related and connected to God it comes from God and God alone only found in Christ I close with with this quote from a Puritan. It is confidence built on a relationship with an unwavering constant. God is constant. Christ is constant, unwavering. And our joy comes from having that confidence built on our relationship with him, trusting in him for contentment.